Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 24 is entitled, Socialism and the Democratic Platform, Part 2. The multiplicity of rights is doing just the opposite of what social democrats claim. A right that does not apply equally to everyone is a threat to our freedom. Special rights to favored groups are dividing this nation, not uniting it. The Bill of Rights promotes freedom and equality for all. Human rights, based on special interest groups, promote racism, division, class hatred, and tribalism. Hate crimes are a case in point. The very nature of hate crimes is the claim that one person's rights are more important than another person's rights. A person who kills a man because of race, religion, or gender is just as evil, but not more so, than a person who kills a man because of greed, revenge, robbery, or contract. Murder of any innocent human being is murder, and unless diminished capacity can be proven, all criminals should receive equal treatment before the law. Our fairness most often has a tinge of selfishness, revenge, and punishment to it. Look at the hate crime laws in the United States. To say violence against one person because of special circumstances is worse than the violence against another is institutionalized racism and promotes class division. Racism in America will never end until all laws protecting one group over another are removed and all are treated as equal. Civil rights laws are not passed to create equality. They are passed to create division, increase power, exercise control, and satisfy the selfish ends of a few. It is used by those in power as a form of manipulation or bribery to secure votes from special interest groups. There are those who will betray our freedom to remain in power. Racial division is worse in America today than it was in the 60s because the principles of democracy have been abandoned, whether by misplaced charity, for personal gain, or for the secured power of the ruling party. The consequences are the same. Minorities have given up one slave master only to become enslaved to another. Freedom can only come when all are treated equally under the law. Only essential attributes should be used in determining rights. Human rights, for example, should represent all humans. Special rights based on man-made attributes or political correctness promote racism to the point that our nation has never been more divided. Skin color, race, religion, gender, or sexual orientation, though essential to certain classifications, just as age, hair color, or physical fitness are essential attributes to certain classifications, are not essential attributes to being human. We are all humans. Human rights should be based only on essential attributes. One size fits all, men and women. Any law that favors one color over another is racist. There has never been more tension between blacks and whites men and women, straights and gays, rich and poor. 
whites and racial minorities, atheists and theists, social democrats and conservatives, police and non-police. The reason is very simple. The left must persuade minorities that they are victims and that the enemy is the white conservative right. Otherwise, they cannot be their saviors. And there has never been greater division created by burgeoning laws that elevate or favor one group above another. Suddenly, those who achieve the American dream have become enemies of those who haven't and are somehow perceived as responsible for the failure or circumstances of the poor. Any discrimination based on politically correct policies is a form of racism. It is politically motivated. Political correctness should be seen for what it is, an infringement on freedom of speech and an excuse to tyrannize over others. Division in America is promoted by the Social Democrats to facilitate their rise to power and to establish a new world order. Social Democrats cannot afford a unified America or an America of self-reliance or an American return to the old set of values. Social Democrats know something that conservatives miss. Division creates solidarity. By identifying blacks, Mexicans, the poor, immigrants, welfare recipients, women, LGBT groups, college students, etc., as special interest groups with special privileges, they solidify the vote by that group. Groups can be bribed in the name of rights. Individually, minority groups cannot carry a national election, but collectively they can. As long as blacks, for example, remain discontented and blame their conditions on rich white Americans, they will vote for the party with the most promises regardless of the integrity of the candidate. The candidate who promises the most free stuff wins. Just as it is in the interest of black leaders to keep racial tension alive, it is in the interest of the Socialist Party to keep racial tension alive by blaming the ills of the poor on the rich. The Social Democrats do not want to solve the issue of poverty. Otherwise, they would teach self-reliance. They want to exploit the issue of poverty. Socialism does one thing very well. It guarantees the same level of poverty among the masses while elevating the lifestyle of those in power. The poor will always outnumber the rich, thus guaranteeing a majority vote. Pragmatism is preferred over integrity. They have cast in on the golden calf of tribalism. Minority leaders are in the same boat. Why do black leaders hate articulate, self-made blacks who preach self-reliance and who oppose their views? The answer is, they threaten their power base. Successful blacks prove they are not victims, that they are self-reliant, that they do not need a nanny state. To be successful, the liberal Democrats must show that their voter base are all victims, that their failures are because of the evil whites. They must keep a slave mentality. Social Democrats hate outspoken conservatives for the same reason. Women who are conservatives, blacks who are conservatives, gays who are conservatives, networks that are conservative, and all other minority leaders who are conservative will be criticized by the Social Democrats. It threatens their positions of authority over members of their tribe. Once people with red skin were hated, following that, people with black skin were hated. Today, people with white skin are hated. We have learned nothing. History shows that well-defined minority groups vote in solid blocks. By bribing the members of those blocks with special rights and privileges, politicians are guaranteed their votes even though many other issues divide them. Divide and conquer is a proven military strategy.
History, however, has shown that once a group of people, divided by culture but united by a cause, get absolute power, they soon divide into tribalism and turn against each other like the Kilkenny cat. There once were two cats of Kilkenny. Each thought there was one cat too many. So they fought and they fit, and they scratched and they bit, till accepting their nails and the tips of their tails, instead of two cats, there weren't any. The Social Democrats have won the vote of the unions, the vote of liberal women, LGBT groups, blacks, Hispanics, and other minorities and special interest groups. Now they are using entitlements to bribe legal and illegal immigrants, the poor, the college students, and all other well-defined tribes. They even want to bring in large numbers of special interest groups, even those who have avowed hatred for America in order to secure more votes. They even encourage open borders and illegal immigration to increase their numbers. They want to give illegal immigrants the right to vote because they will give them a guaranteed majority. The enemy is defined as those with white skin, wealth, religious, and or conservative values. To discover the intent, look for the common theme. What is inherent in all the platforms of the Social Democrats? Open borders, no voter ID, sanctuary cities, unvetted immigration unrestricted welfare, weakened police force, weakened military, weakened economy. They must entirely destroy the old to build the new. And what is their motive? Power, unadulterated power. They are trying to secure their position permanently at the head of our government. Every beneficiary of their policies will likely vote the liberal platform because it benefits them at the expense of others. Terrorist activities are, by necessity, played down and marginalized by the liberal left, or the New World Order will not be accepted. Some terrorist acts are called workplace violence. Also, all negative press is squelched. The negative outcome to our freedom, even the turning of our backs on our friends and the arming of our enemies, or the cold-blooded murder of an ambassador, or the continued assassination of innocent men, women, and children, are considered collateral damage. The goal is to secure the power in perpetuity, always guaranteeing Social Democrats 51% of the vote. Those in power assume that they will always be able to control minority groups. However, to do that, they must keep them marginalized, keep them in government-controlled poverty by making them dependent upon entitlements. To them, a little terrorism is unimportant to the larger picture. They are governed by the promise of perpetual free stuff. Self-reliance is the number one enemy to a welfare state. Redistribution of wealth and largesse to the minority keeps minorities manageably quiet, while it elevates the few to a secure position of power. A person with great cunning, absence of conscience, and even little intelligence could gain power in our nation today and railroad it to ruin because of the social unrest that exists because of manipulated tribalism. We have never been more vulnerable to change. But what is change? The opposite of freedom is captivity. The opposite of self-reliance is dependence. The opposite of a democratic republic is socialism, communism, and totalitarianism. What exactly do the social democrats want us to change to? If we do not wake up, a superfluity of rights will lead to our nation's ruin and the loss of all our freedoms. I shall end this two-part podcast with a warning. If we continue in the course we are going, that is, if the liberal socialists have their way when they have reached their goal, 
that is, when they have gained total power and they no longer need the minorities, whom today they so fawn over, they will drop the facade and take away all of your privileges, for you will have become a burden on the state. You will have become an expense that they can no longer sustain. As they are now eager to please, they will then be eager to destroy, and they will turn on you like a mad dog and forget their promises and rend your false security to shreds. As they flatter you now, they will herald their vindictive darts at you then, as they do at the conservatives today, which will be as sharp as a serpent's tooth, for you will no longer be necessary. And what will be your recourse? You will have no constitution to protect you, no bill of rights, no traditions, no laws, no justice department, no absolutes, no police force to defend you, no judges to take your side, no balance of power. They will rule with an iron fist and knock down your doors at night and drag you away where you become lost in their labyrinth of total power. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.